We the Thigh Gap Podcast take thee, loyal listener, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. Welcome back to another brand new Thigh Gap Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you're feeling great because we're feeling great over here. My name is Brogus Snoog and with me is my unfaithful co-host, Being Brute. What is up, Brute? Episode 14 of the Thigh Gap Podcast. We just keep rolling and rolling. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. You know, it was a fantastic week up till now. Uh, you know, I meant that it was always nice not to be in front of you sitting across a mic wearing those jeans tone near your knees you know and when we are not in front of you dear listeners where do you find us you find us on instagram at underscore thigh gap twitter at thigh gap facebook at thigh gap it is that's all it is that's where you find us when we're not speaking into your ears so tenderly and creepily every week almost to a point where you want to itch your ear hard very hard but bogus how have you been i've been great bro i've been looking forward in anticipation to recording a new episode with by myself actually but i, I have to accommodate you unfortunately because we've invested in two mics so we as well use the other one yeah we can't even return it now exactly but this episode is mm-hmm. going to be really amazing. Really? Yeah, because this is the story of how a man and a woman can be together for a lifetime. What a fixed patriarchal view. Let's find out more. So finally, Bogus, we just missed a bullet with the whole number 13. Uh, barely scraped through because the power did go out. And for a minute there, we were scared that we lost our recording yeah but all's well that ends well you know the problems of cheap production that's what happens yeah every small thing is like a huge problem you know yeah yeah the hurdles like the great ravi shastri says tantalizingly close (laughs) your favorite yeah and also another great sanjay manjurikar says oh god rippling muscles yeah of the player. Yeah. Which is so relevant to it's, what we went through. Yeah. It it did take a lot of muscle. We had to light a candle. Yeah. Flex our forearms to like, you know, like light a match and then hold the candle in one hand. Right. Then precariously place the candle right above the recorder, almost burning down the whole set. Yeah. Our deltoids got a real work workout. Whatever those muscles are. Yeah. And then, you know, and this is under pressure situation, by the way. Right. This was not just like, you know, we were very comfortable in whatever we had. It was pressure circumstances. My wife was abusing both of us Mm -hmm. for not helping her out and just like doing this shit even in the dark. Takes a lot on you, by the way. To this day, I don't know what deltoids are. (laughs) Deltoids are like the muscles which form on, on the neck. Where, Those are deltoids. Where to kill the suspense. Thanks. Yeah. You don't have to work out for that. Yeah. I've done it all. I know it all. Mm-hmm. So, Bogus, again, 
what is today's topic holy matrimony no the today's topic is why are you not married that's not today's topic that is exactly today's topic bogus no that's not today's topic i all. can't believe that you have not come prepared for this no you said today's topic was marriage yeah and you wanted to talk about it from both sides of the um table yeah both sides of the coin that both was the phrase the for a guy who's so well educated and well read right you don't seem to be remembering a lot of phrases which table, are so popular table also applies it co- it's called across the table not both sides of the table it's called both sides of the coin potato potato no it can't be potato potato they're it two is. different things so by the way that's how marriage is like anything can be an argument oh wow you know i'm just giving prepping you up for it right this is how it feels that was to great. be married i was cherishing those moments while they lasted <laughs> were you almost thinking of this is what i write in my diary today no i was just thinking how next year on this exact day there's no way i'll not remember <laughs> such a special thing that happened yeah so this is what a marriage feels like this yeah exactly how it feels like anything you pick on so to start off with by the way yes today's topic is marriage mm-hmm. how marriage is mm-hmm. in in it and outside of from it how wonderful from inside and outside that's the exact thing that i wanted to tell and who's here to talk about marriage two guys one of whom who's not married first of all <laughs> second is one who's who's been married for what like 3 years yeah 3 years is a big time man in dog years that's like one day of marriage in dog years that's like 21 years to bevkof of marriage yeah that's a different scale it goes backward No 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 yeah. you can't just keep changing the scale because time here. slows down right in dog years in marriage in marriage that's why i'm here by the way to What? tell you time to break down. the myths of marriage okay <laughs> because okay so i'll tell you by the way let me give you a little background uh-huh. of why i was speaking on this topic okay the first thing that i've observed is nobody i think from a very fair place mm-hmm. has evaluated marriage I've seen a lot of content about marriage. What expertise are you bringing 3 years into this? this It's this not expertise. It is it is my take. I'm not you are calling it is as expertise because I'm an expert on so many different things. See, that's how you speak you about are, everything. That's why I call it expertise. That's because I'm a great You're actor. You're just a dick. I am you boss. Why are you we why why <laughs> why are you like why are you even <laughs> No, I was just saying this is how a marriage is like. Yeah. I know, but yeah. like, so I'm playing the wife's role oh, here. Okay. <laughs> Even though I deserve it at some level, I know, but you know, I have to put out a show that I don't deserve it. Exactly, you have to use your tears, as I say. Yeah, for a guy, it's mostly anger. Preston, no, for the wife. For the wife, yeah. I mean, that's the nuke button. That's like the red button that two people have to press that at the is, same time. By the way, that is a revelation for me. What tears? Okay, yeah. I mean. the rate at which mm-hmm. they can bring out tears of course right it's yeah. beautiful man it's i mean god-given, it's gift. god-given gift seriously yeah. it's like and the exact opposite of that for it's a some for a man legendary plumbing uh, just in a matter of seconds you got water intense flush system yeah yeah it is the highest quality of what do you call uh, fire extinguishing system what is that called fire Hindu. safety Yeah. Yeah, it's it's beyond Hindware. <laughs> like Hindware is so local. 
I mean, I'm sure there's like a premium brand in toiletry equipment, uh-huh. which probably is like oh, the best. I thought best. we were talking about Indian women, so probably that's why. I said no, no, no. So this is a beauty, hey. Mm-hmm. And I heard Chris Rock say this. Okay. Chris Rock said that across the globe, mm-hmm. the take on relationships or marriages or parenting okay. is the same. People apparently react. to these jokes the same way mm-hmm. irrespective of where he performed and chris rock said it on a very big stage it was on gram norton show mm-hmm. and i consider gram norton to be one of the best talk show hosts so that's a huge stage craig ferguson man hands down craig ferguson is the best yeah i have yeah. i don't know i think craig ferguson is a little obnoxious for no. me to for me listen to the whole thing like have patience for a guy who's like i don't know how old are you 43 that was such an obnoxious thing to say so i immediately had to reject it no for me for me i felt like okay fine it takes some time for me to like catch hold of him okay as to in the conversation mm-hmm. right but anyways i want to ask you a couple of questions i want to ask you one big question before go ahead ask your question one big question that's all you will get in the whole episode you get one big question what? let's see just make sure you ask a very good question what and also just think of the question 10 times in your head before you ask it because that's the only chance you'll get to ask a question in this episode are you done yeah what is your 3 year take on marriage so basically i want everyone to keep in mind whatever pulse of wisdom brought uh, leaks we were talking of plumbing <laughs> in this episode it is all 3 years of expertise okay just keep yeah. this, that that's the salt you have to take a pinch of yeah it's Go ahead, it's 3 long it's 3 good years of expertise i mean the it's only However, the first 3 years so the first if, three if years. you say good obviously every 10 year old husband yeah. will roll his eyes yeah listening to that 10 year old husbands out there uh-huh. okay if you think i'm not right in what i am expressing no i'm saying they're going to agree with you because it's just the first 3 years yeah even if they don't okay they need to change they should restart their marriage and like then reevaluate the first 3 years if wow. they don't remember you mean go through that again go through the whole thing again set go back to clock. square one <laughs> set the clock you know <laughs> go back Holy to square shit. one and then write their vows figure out the right girl and then go through the whole process you're just saying this because this has something to do with your parcel today setting the clock back to zero but going, going this is here. this is so uncalled for What? why are you like revealing everything that i want to do this episode just because you didn't come up with the topic wait first of all it doesn't give suspense. you any right it's not a suspense that you're you know we're not trying to hide what you're it's going to be there in the description when the when the episode yeah but that out. doesn't mean that people are listening to it you uh-huh. think somebody will read the dumb descriptions that you write The of only people read them, who bro. read, the only two people who read these descriptions is you and the guy who's checking for the plagiarism. The only people who read those descriptions are people. Of Even taste I don't read and culture. Okay, it's a sophisticated uh, indulgence. See, all the descriptions for our episodes are mm-hmm. the homework they've been giving you at your spoken English classes. Right. See now, now who's revealing things? You started it. Touche. Yeah. Continue. Okay, so your big question is like, yes. what is your big question? What is your three-year take? Three-year take. Okay, first and foremost, I want to break some myths here. Okay, are you ready, Bogus? Mm-hmm. 
I honestly feel marriage, you know, the whole concept of marriage is kind of blown out of proportions by men. Oh, only saying men, that. is it? Because I can't comment from the woman's side. And I've not been the wife in the marriage Say that till now. Why are you just absolving them of everything? No, I'm not. I'm just telling yeah. you. Okay, go ahead. Proceed. Yeah. And also because most of my friends With are men. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sexist pig. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately cannot uh, speak for on behalf of my wife, you uh-huh. know. Okay. Uh because I'm not my wife. Because you're not that brave, carry on. No, 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 no. Understandably no, no. so. No, 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 no. You okay. can't say that. Anyway, so but, but I think first and foremost, the whole thing about marriage is blown out of proportions. What I, exactly is blown out of proportions? What I mean is the whole concept of how and also see this subjectively mm-hmm. putting it out there mm-hmm. i might be the lucky one i don't know it yet but okay, no. but till now just because I've she never... listens to the podcast yeah yeah are you really going to use this as a sales pitch never leave a loose end <laughs> bogus first tip of marriage never leave a loose end i think i am you... the lucky one <laughs> all you other guys are just yeah. posers and losers <laughs> <laughs> the like you know the thing i i have a joke for this but i don't know how well it will board uh-huh. but every husband starts thinking like a super villain after a point you know how super villains okay. never leave loose ends ah uh, you know cover up their tracks cover up their tracks oh yeah, yeah. you know every husband mm-hmm. i i think the reason why a lot of married men kind of relate with a villain right <laughs> is not because of his agenda at right? what point do you think the villainy starts kicking in It's not villainy. It I is mean, just like in that sense, a you know, twisted way of, uh, you know, thinking. It's where survivalistic. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think, not, I think they're put in that position by, <clears throat> you know. No, 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 no. It's not survivalistic. I don't know if that is a word, but uh, it's more like uh, you don't want to hurt the person. Okay. Yeah. You know men are compulsive liars. Let's start with that. That's a, we are compulsive liars. That's an honorable excuse. You can go with that. Yeah. Uh stop stop glorifying everything that you say. <laughs> It confuses me, okay? <laughs> you you <laughs> when you start glorifying shit for no reason. Right. I start doubting your intent. But <laughs> you know men I I want to take it from the top, okay? Men yes. are glorified. See, men are compulsive liars. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'll tell you where it starts from. We all start lying. You know, the first person who we lie to most of the time. Mom. It's a mom. Yeah. The mother, right? And we don't lie to our moms because we try to hide from them. Sometimes it's, it's just an experiment also. Yeah, just to see how she reacts. Yeah. Right? But most of the time that we tell something which is possibly something which is not true, mm-hmm. right? We tell it because you know your mom will feel bad. Like for example, if a you bought like a white lie, right? I mean, in the sense, like if you bought something really expensive for her, okay, on her birthday or something like that, and she, you know, that your mom is very, very, you know, she's kind of is not a, you know, she doesn't appreciate a lot of spend expenditure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You kind of tell her, you know, it's not really expensive. Just take it. I bought it for you, mm-hmm. right? Similarly, you know that you're going out and you might come late, or I mean, it's all small things, right? Mm-hmm. I think that kind of carries on, and. you like it or not your wife becomes your priority right. technically that is the convention it should be your pri- i mean your wife should be your priority if it is not or if she is not why am i calling my wife it 
but no <laughs> if she if she is not my priority there's a huge problem with me right mm-hmm. i mean it's a i can't look at her as a commodity so primarily for a man the most you know a uh, free flowing relation right. that a guy shares mm-hmm. with the opposite gender is with his mom right it pr- most of the time starts with his mom then there are like girls that come or whatever but his whole whole understanding is it it revolves around his mother's relationship right right and at least for me that's how i looked at it and every guy who i saw and everybody kind of makes his mother's relationship a benchmark mm-hmm. of how his wife should be mm-hmm. in a way or not not like exactly i'll give you a small example okay and it's a very interesting story Mm-hmm. So basically all my friends all my school friends my childhood friends we were all chilling uh at my terrace right mm-hmm. and we were talking about different foods and how much we all like eating different food etc 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 and then it suddenly one guy started saying that, hey my wife is a great cook but she doesn't cook like my mom okay okay and then it just became like a domino effect everybody kind of like agreed like yeah 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 you know my wife cooks really well but that one dish which i really like it's always my mom like nobody can cook like my mom blah 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 right right and then it kind of dawned on to me right my father says the same thing to me you know my father keeps saying that yeah your mother cooks really well but not like my mother like right. not like my grandmom or yeah. your grandmom right yeah. so then it stuck me that my kid is going to say the exact same thing uh to his wife yeah this problem is in the family basically <laughs> is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> this problem is there in everybody's family is what i'm saying right, right you don't eat your mother's food it's your problem no i do of course i do hashtag spoiler alert bogus doesn't eat food at home he only eats broken pieces of bread from the garbage right kidding but so so in that process i've kind of started figuring out that mm-hmm. like it or not men kind of or like you know married people married men mm-hmm. at some level start creating their mom as a benchmark whether it's fair or not is a completely different conversation right but that's how they kind of function because that's your first set of experiences right of being friendly with a woman or some some woman taking care of you like you know they're getting you ready they're kind of prepping you up yeah it's right? the same thing the other way as well like the do- daughters have fathers as a standard exactly so yeah it works right? both ways yeah so or or elder brother yeah, yeah. whoever they kind of share that pally relationship with right so so that's that's how you know it gets very tricky you know in the sense of you try to like not get into it that comparative analysis mm-hmm. but it so often happens that you you end up comparing yeah which is un- i mean like like that's why i said i don't know whether it's a fair thing or not that's a completely different conversation okay but this is the organic thinking of a guy when he goes home starts talking to his wife then this is how he's trying to have the conversation mm-hmm. do you get it bogus do you understand human behavior what i robot? got what i got so far is that <laughs> you're saying that the root cause of man's lies basically begin with women that's what he said right it started with my with, mom with his mom yeah yeah it starts with yeah. the mom and then and not with an in, wife. yeah not with an in, not with the intention to hurt them on the contrary not But to hurt them the whole thing about lying itself yeah lying comes into the picture because of women is what you're saying <laughs> see this is bogus uh, you can be a great journalist mm-hmm. who can you know never package never <laughs> package ever ever never ever okay 
you know a very good message into a horrible sentence yeah but have having sense. said which yeah you you can say it that way also yeah it doesn't make sense but distinctly it might so you've spoken a lot but you've not actually really even begun to answer the question directly which is the three year take now you've you were speaking about even before like when you were a kid that no i was i was i was giving you the example to tell why men lie to their wives yes we, we i think we understood that yeah. in my summary because see bogus what you need to understand here mm-hmm. is uh, the questions that you ask uh-huh are not really very intelligent and especially when you kept coining me as a marriage expert uh-huh. which is not reality which is not the fact you talk about everything to. like you're an expert of it big okay i'll ask you but don't you see sense in what i say you haven't even said the main thing you went into flash no about everything that i speak balls yes no <laughs> <laughs> of course not oh if i agree oh, with you on bogus. everything we wouldn't have a podcast we don't ag- no excuse me mm-hmm. can you repeat what you just said i forgot like <laughs> i forgot to listen to what you just said i said hmm what was the actual uh, point bro let's get to that like what you're saying so the first thing that i wanted to tell was uh it's a myth buster mm-hmm. right the first myth buster is it's not as bad as people exaggerate it you know that marriage is so painful etc etc uh-huh second thing is you will be amazed right as to how well prepared a woman is in running a house in comparison to us yes this And is my another the second take like when we got married when i got married mm-hmm. to my wife uh and then we moved houses right right i had zero clue about what is needed for a house to be functional mm-hmm. okay and i'm not even exaggerating i had no. zero clue my understanding of a functional house is a tv a fridge a mm-hmm. couch mm-hmm. that's that right beyond that i just couldn't think of okay what else do i need right We are sitting in Brute's uh, childhood room right now and uh-huh. looking around. Revelations. What is with you and looking revealing around, everything today? You know, uh, what <laughs> like I'm seeing. Like painting a dirty picture. Your idea of, what did you say? A, a home? A functional, functional house. A functional house <laughs> is, might as well be written in the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's, uh, you know, dimensions apart from what we are looking at right now. If only I could paint a picture. But Brute, please go ahead. I want I want to I want to see where you're going to take this. So okay. Tell so, us more about how blessed you are in your marriage. <laughs> as your wife listens to every episode. <laughs> Please go ahead. Oh sweet lord. You are hellbent today. <laughs> What are you on bogus? Be honest. I'm on life. Oh. <laughs> this a straight rip off of Sadhguru. Just on life. <laughs> What is the difference between Sadhguru and Bogus? Nobody knows Bogus. I don't want you to be the only guy who's lying on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> yo, what a cuteness. Just want to give you some company. Cuteness here. oozing. But yeah, uh, what I was telling about a functional house is. Yes. After marriage, and this is a true story, eh? I got to know there is something called a hand towel. Do you know what a hand towel does? It's a strange concept, but go ahead. Because all my life mm-hmm. after i wash my hands right the bottom half of my t-shirt 
mm-hmm. was what I used to use to wipe my hands. That's what it's there for, right? Right. That that's exactly what you think. Yeah. But then my wife introduced me to this awesome thing called a hand towel, which is like a smaller version of a towel. Okay. Right. Which is just hung beside like the wash basin. Mm-hmm. All my life, I thought that was used to clean the wash basin, but it turns out you just can wipe your hands to it. Right. And it's not just one that we have. We have like a bunch of them around the house, right? It's placed in very strategic positions where mostly you might wash your hands. Why don't we just have one long ass towel that rolls around the around house? the house, right? Like yeah. yeah, just like wipe your hands. You can See, just this rub is how your face on it. This is how men think, you See? know. And that's the difference. The value that she brings mm-hmm. to making the house functional. I'll tell you another thing is to cause more clutter. For you, yes. By buying smaller pieces of Yeah, products. but then you need to crack a deal with your wife saying that, hey, you're getting all this stuff. I'm not going to maintain them. Right. Right? That's a trick. Uh, that's basically, I'm not revealing too much here, but mm-hmm. that's a very important conversation you need to have. Okay. The second thing that I got to know, do you know that there is another piece of cloth mm-hmm. which is used to wipe your feet called a doormat? Right, right, right. And these doormats come in different material. Yeah. All I know is like the jute doormat, which is outside the main door, mm-hmm. right? Or the rubberish, rubbery, holy thing. Exactly. There are other doormats which you can put in front of your bathroom, in front of your kitchen, under the sink, every place, mm. so that the whole house is dry. Right. Right. So these are all the small things that came up, mm-hmm. which were really amazing. And I started seeing a lot of value. Or for this is what is a function house looks like. Right. Because as you can look around, Burgers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a water Soak it in. Soak it in. I've been trying to actually. Right? Yeah. The smell. All of it. The uncovered. It's an attack on the senses. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. And imagine, then you've seen my actual house also. Right. The one which I live in. Don't you see the difference? Yeah, there is worlds. That is the value. You know, that that's what I meant when I said that they are ready. Like they innately know what makes a functional house. Right. Right. Dustbins. Like, I mean, there's, you know, dustbin garbage cars. Mm-hmm. All these things, right? I mean, you know, you know of them, but you just kind of never looked into how do you use them. Yeah, that's true. Which is the funny part. Like they also know how to use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the second part, which I wanted to tell that they are innately ready and you have to be ready for some inferiority complex Mm -hmm. because you look dumb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in the first six months of my marriage, every time there was something that she would like, hey, we need this, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're like, why do you need this? It makes no sense. Like I lived all my life without that. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense to have it now. Right. But then when she actually obviously bypasses you and gets it anyways. Yep. And then you start using it. Mm-hmm. You kind of keep telling yourself, brute, you're so dumb. Right. Like you couldn't see that as to how how it makes your life so much better. Right? I have already realized the importance of marriage and wives just by that one point that she's the only person in your life who can make you tell that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. That you're so dumb. Yeah, it's very revealing. While the rest of us just hope in vain. You know, we try and hope, but it doesn't work. Yeah. See, especially Bogus, being an expert about so many things in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I understand why you don't need a wife. Because you know you're dumb. Oh, okay. You know, people don't have to I'm even come and tell you. is what you're saying. 
No, you're self-deprecating. That's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you your whole childhood was based on abuse, self-inflicting pain, and mm-hmm. unwanted sympathy. So you know we know how you kind of made this. <laughs> I don't even know why this is such a aggressive conversation <laughs> like <laughs> well, it suddenly is, turned the topic into, is an aggressive one you know it's not that's what i'm trying to say Three you know years into it yeah it's not no no i've spoken to i've spoken to quite a bunch of people mm-hmm. right uh, in the anticipation that hey okay fine what should i be expecting okay right and everybody was like see one thing is for sure right after the kids come mm-hmm. technically you both are one because your focuses are now both e- both of you are equally invested in the kid and i'm talking like a normal average couple yes i'm not talking about this you know extravagant couples who like super millionaires and who have their own businesses to run and own priorities blah 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 mm-hmm. i'm talking about a very simple middle class if i can say that but an average couple right who have right. like a day job have their own things to do etc right all of them said the same thing and this is men and women mm-hmm. it's not just just like the men who said it okay they all said once the ba- once the kids come in mm-hmm. right you invariably become even more closer as a couple mm-hmm. because both of you are now invested into the kid equally right and just yes, the approach to you know bringing up the kid is different but both have the same end goal like the kid has to be good Mm-hmm. right you're thinking of the best things for the kid you know and i've seen it also a lot of my friends who are now parents right i've seen it in them that they become much more closer or much more uniform that's what i would say in how they want to run their life because everything falls into place in a way i don't know how to explain that i don't disagree but i will i i can play devil's advocate i have another angle okay. that i heard uh-huh. maybe you can comment on it okay what about the fact that uh before uh, before the kid c- kids come into the picture right i've heard that it's mostly oh the husband loves the wife the wife loves the husband yeah once the kids come into the picture the wife loves the kids period and a lot of husbands i've heard hmm. uh they also sometimes go to therapy for that just to adjust to that change in the dynamic because i've heard that it's I- not the same it definitely i'm not saying it's for the worse or it's a negative or anything yeah but it's a part of the process is what i'm saying what about that? what i'm curious is are these men single childs uh i'm not sure because it's an interesting thing because as if if you are if you are born in like say if you have siblings for i example. mean unless you give birth to twins no, it's no, always no. going to start i'm, I'm talking child. i'm talking about uh the man Uh-huh. in his family like if i am a oh, single child okay, got it, got it, with my it. parents right, 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 right then i'm not used to my attention being shared and this is a common problem okay okay uh men or women either ways because when you are when you are born with siblings right like you have siblings yes. right you understand the concept of Sharing. shared compassion yeah right Sometimes. i mean you understand that debate that your parents have as to who to support and who not to support the most important thing is when you learn sharing when you know you don't even want to share yeah the times when you have to share you, there you is no to, there is no second option there is no second option yeah. you just got to share that's when yeah. you really learn it exactly uh, the lesson yeah. so that i don't see that a problem because all my friends you know uh, my circle in general right mm-hmm. barring like an exception of one or two maybe mm-hmm. uh, all of them are were born in like huge long list of kids right, right. they have 
too many siblings and not saying like own brother sisters but right. i'm also talking about cousins who live in the same house joint families etc right they all don't have a problem they understand this organically yeah you know they understand that yeah now you know my wife is going to put attention on the kids uh, i, I have to take care of the other stuff the shared responsibility becomes uh, obvious i see the possibility but then again to also say that all of these cases could only be single children that that's not no i'm saying i mean it would be interesting to see that side of the stats also you dumbo i'm not saying that that their only single children will have a problem it could be a geographical constraint though this could be happening in a particular country hmm. i don't think it's a global thing i'm not sure i've not heard cases in india like that yeah because then in again, Ind- it's a little different here these kinds of things don't really come out as much in the open as well yeah because you oh, that is another big problem uh, unfortunately um but it's not directly related to marriage per se right but you know the whole concept of who oh, i can't take this mm. somebody and it's natural to go through stress by the way yeah right and you know now you're basically not planning for one but you're planning for two or three or four depending on how many kids you have and how many wives you have <laughs> right okay so when you're planning Twist. as a, and i'm talking about as a guy right mm. as a guy when you're planning you know the finances or a lot of other things mm-hmm. you kind of start seeing that uh, you know there is lesser fat to work on financial mm-hmm. you know and also there are so many more obligations that you get into mm-hmm. societal obligations right mm-hmm. and this is something that again this is something that you and your partner have to carefully work out how do you go about it mm-hmm. because when you marry into someone and it's a great saying you never marry the girl you marry the family right and the same thing is for the girl right she just doesn't marry the guy but she marries the family right you're right? both marrying families basically. you're both marrying families yeah marriage just, is basically it's just been one court but yeah go ahead stop doing this bogus okay every nah, single just thing saying. just because you know you have no strings attached to this topic okay i can see that sense of free will that was coming out of your mouth you are not liking my it. freedom is what i'm hearing no i'm saying that you're this seizing is, how can you how how more wrong can you go in deducing somebody's statement right of course i'm kidding which is why you're like you're dumb bogus dumb is an understatement the dumbest person in the world is probably like has a better iq than you i apologize for that that was too harsh I did mean it but mm-hmm. it's too harsh nevertheless. Yeah, I but mean, because I clearly <laughs> said I was kidding. Okay, I apologize once again uh, for the record and it's I hope we are recording. Yeah. So what was I saying bogus? Let me I test your no memory. Idea. What you were saying was you marry the family. Yes. You know, you marry the family. Mm-hmm. So therefore there are going to be obligations like everybody, you know, every person across the families are going to you know kind of call you for lunch or like invite you personally yeah etc and suddenly you are like this family man right or you're a family person there are formalities yeah yeah so that becomes very stressful if not anything else you know now you are you are actually trying to figure out like time to okay fine what do i do with my free time like when do i get my free time you know mm-hmm. that is definitely there but that's i feel that's like a small price to pay not a small price a big price to pay but nevertheless you have to fight for that time otherwise you are just having your free time whenever you want right you can right. just say that you can tell your parents you go to the function i'm not coming and you sit at home and i don't know what you do alone in the room mm-hmm. but you you don't have to fight for the free time or me time that you call you know what i say 
you're talking about me no in in like obviously i mean just you and me in this room so yeah was that a question no it was just like a rhetorical just an example ask yeah 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 that's but true. from the outside bogus tell me honestly mm-hmm. what how do you see marriage it's a interesting thing i want to know how do you see marriage from the outside from the outside like does it scare you or do you think it makes yeah it's a sensible thing to do or like what's your take i mean it, for me when i was younger it started off as something it started off as being something that i can't i couldn't imagine or picture myself mm. in that frame that i don't i didn't really see myself in that and i couldn't even process it so i felt like yeah it's not for me for now at least maybe i'll change my mind later hmm and right now it is still pretty much the same <laughs> but uh but, let me read but there is a little bit of a change huh. now oh okay which is the suspense is coming out no no uh, which is that yeah there is definitely some value to it it is the traditional thing to do right and especially if you luck out and you get a good partner then you have companionship for life and you have uh, you know you're not going it going it all alone basically so there's a lot of value in that i definitely see that now hmm. so i'm not close to the idea right now but it's like but are you sold on the whole concept of uh, you know the institution of marriage i'm not sold on the legal aspect at all like nowhere nowhere that's sold. why i said the concept books listen to me carefully i'm just saying because you brought in other aspects right like just what? for the record i won't go into it huh. just the whole legal uh structure that exists right now what is the legal structure i when did i bring up legal structure no i'm just saying okay oh okay that's the only thing but concept conceptually hmm. yeah yeah it definitely makes sense because it's not like i have bad examples uh, to look around Hmm. you know there are good examples yeah it's just it turned out for whatever reason personally for me you know it uh, i just never felt it uh, from within that yeah I, i want to get settled down or you know okay i have another interesting question mm-hmm. um and this is something that i used to wonder but i'll ask you nevertheless do you look at your parents yeah. and try to like evaluate marriage or married life no 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 because i look at them as individuals um who have their own high level of merit for making it work through you know trials and tribulations and there were hardships and all of that but still they made it work and they did a great job but then at the same time i know of other examples that are not so favorable they're not so great can't really compliment right you know flawed right right so can't really look at just my uh, just two people or my parents and then make a judgment on marriage or like that when you can see other examples also that it turns out like everything else there's good and there's bad you know it's all subjective at yeah. the end of the day because yeah. the reason why i asked is because a lot of people seem to do that yeah they do it. yeah they look at their parents marriage and say like you know either they are like oh this is exactly how marriage would be it's a frog in the well kind of reaction it's, yeah it's yeah. just the first thing you look at you can't base your whole thing around it yeah 
and another interesting conversation i don't know if you ever had this did you speak to your father about the concept of marriage holy shit not like many conversations not like your father telling you beta get married right, right, etc right. but like you know go to the brass tacks of what marriage is now so with my father it doesn't just stop at hey you're getting old get married you know it doesn't stop there it also gets into an argument about why he thinks you know the reasoning behind his push as to why you should be getting married he's trying by... he's trying to get me to see his reason basically right and there's no flaws in his argument you're right uh, there's nothing wrong in what he's saying and so i tell him the same thing and i just say it's a very subjective thing for me right it i don't know why but it's just different but does he get he does he get your reasons as to why say you don't want to get into marriage i don't think he right gets now? them i think he knows that i'm making a mistake basically that's the vibe i get <laughs> that he knows that this is a wrong decision i don't think he gets it or is sold <laughs> obviously not because it's yeah. going against conventional wisdom for sure like i also have to acknowledge that from my side right mm so so you do believe that there is a right age of marriage or or you at least agree to that that yeah this is the age bracket where people should get married i mean it becomes very obviously true when you know that there are biological timelines you know the best time for fertility in someone's life right man or woman right you know so according to that if a society decides ki this is the ideal way to go about it right then there's no arguing against it but then the doors should not be completely closed off to any other you know late comers or basically what i'm saying correct is, yeah yeah it's yeah. like the health of the overall it's not family. ideal I mean, yeah. that that is ideal because it's going uh, along with even the biological uh, timelines right so if, if someone plans it well like that then yeah that is the ideal way obviously. then then in that sense if you're taking away if you're agreeing to the fact that yes there might be a biological time bomb there is in a no, way. it's not even might be there is right no they say they, so you agree to the fact that there is a biological time bomb yeah. which is ticking away yeah right then then if you're taking that conversation out of the picture um what is your definition of marriage according to you just it, like your subjective definition of marriage, what do you perceive as okay fine this is what marriage is it's a team uh, that's the simplest i can bring it down or boil it down it's teamwork right. you're signing up for some with someone hmm. to share everything you know rather than have to go it alone by yourself uh to share not only share everything but also to make something new as well right you know that is uh, a part of a uh, piece of both of you right and so that becomes a whole different thing which of course we don't know anything about because we aren't there yet huh. but that's what we hear at least right or that's the conventional take on it but yeah i think that's what you're signing up for you're signing up for teamwork and you're signing up for companionship yeah for okay yeah i get it what you're saying hmm interestingly my take on marriage before i got married mm-hmm. was a little different Okay. In the sense uh it is teamwork at at the ground level. Yeah. It is about having that person, that partner where you kind of foresee a plausible future. Yeah, unless right? of course you're a gold digger who's marrying a 93-year-old tycoon. All that stuff that's different from teamwork. Yeah, we're just going by the general consensus. Bogus yeah, stop making the... it more controversial like than it already is. 
oh this is not controversial it, it is like you, there will be people saying that hey i did marry a very rich person but uh, because love i love yeah my love was pure <laughs> you will, how will you yes, ever yes, decode that that a person is not a gold digger yeah right you say. can't yeah. you just like can't like unless there's a murder in the <laughs> picture like mm. then it's a different topic mm. altogether but no uh, so my point, my take on marriage was was more of uh, it it was a combination of conviction and commitment all i wanted to know was whether i was ready to commit with 100% conviction right you know and somehow i felt everything else will fall in its place like okay. the whole concept of you know teamwork sharing things being vulnerable to each other you know at the at the maximum level so you moved ahead only after you were at 100% conviction or did you slide try with to slide myself. by with like 90 92% and you're like see i'm not dead all to I'm, start off I'm with almost there. i'm not like 99.9% <laughs> jump protection okay right. i'm like 100% there is there is no gray area uh-huh. it's either black or white yeah so you got to 100 and then you said okay so when i started having those conversation in my head as to like okay brute like you know how do you see marriage like where do you see yourself etc etc mm-hmm. uh after a point the second opinion started fading out right right there was no second opinion mm. in the sense yeah maybe you know maybe you have like another thing or maybe you want to wait it out maybe your career is important maybe you know so many external factors right so they all started disappearing over a period of time okay and it was all about yeah you know you brute you got to you have to marry right you need that companionship you need to you know you you have to start looking out for it okay and that was it i was just trying to be very sure about whether i can give a 100% commitment to the person who i'll marry right and also i mean it's again Yes yes you are blessed yes no 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 no, um. no 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 <laughs> also the fact that i kind of daydream the shit out of the person who i want to marry okay you i had, had a, a very clear picture of the person the you, kind of person you had a list i didn't have a list i had Metaf- list of what metaphorically you know the checkpoints like the oh yeah yeah oh, okay hum yeah the a list that had to be checked off right 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 the list predominantly you know comprised of different situations comprised yeah hello i sent you to spoken english that means i already went there right right go ahead i mean it had it was based on situations right when i met the person mm-hmm. it was all about whether that person will fit all these different scenarios like my friend circle uh like my family because you know every family functions differently right so you also want to make sure that yeah they board well with this family this kind of functioning also mm-hmm. so so that was predominantly the list or whatever but as a person with respect to their characteristics or their personality right i was very clear of who this person should be what this person should be like right and that kind of made it very easy to find the one if like people say that okay right and uh, yeah but the, the thing of the concept of marriage for me in definition sense was it was basically it was basically a combination of commitment and conviction it was as simple as that mm-hmm. i said everything else will fall in its place when you have that you will make it work you will kind of work it out i mean you will have teething issues and all but you will work it out types yeah that's what and, i was trying going to say but yeah 
I mean, it's a good mindset to have going into it. But of course, you have to be ready. You to can't respond. be rigid about it. Yeah, you have to be ready to respond and react to the other person. Right. Right. As well. Right. So you have to be open and you know whatever all those things that people say. All of those things. Yeah, all of those things about marriage that Wonderful people things. say. Yeah. Um. But yeah. You know how a good marriage is. How. You have to tell me because I have no idea. I am telling you. Go ahead. You're not listening. Oh, you're trying to be deep and shit. Silence is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how a good marriage is. Right. That was the three years of learning of marriage, which is you learn to stop talking to each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can say you can put it that way. Like when you get to know the real me, mm-hmm. you know, you tend to take the back seat and just listen to me rather than talk. But sir, you just realize silence is golden. Si- yes, that is also true. Then mm. that's because, again, I'll reiterate: men are compulsive liars. So after you lie, mm-hmm. the smartest thing to do is like keep quiet. Right. Is that the takeaway of this episode? That is the takeaway of this episode, guys. For new and budding husbands out there. Yeah. Don't worry about the lying. Just worry about what you do post lying. Worry about shutting the fuck up yeah. after you lie. <laughs> yeah, just be quiet. Wow. I think I've be learned something new today. You know, and I'll probably apply this uh, if and when I do cross the bridge. You will, Bogus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all will. Let's see. And once again, I want to remind you, because you bought the whole concept of being an expert. Okay. You haven't even scratched God. the surface of my worth. How many times does your wife have to put up with this phrase, I wonder? Can you calculate three into number of days? Three years. How many days is like three, three years? Three into 365 is what you're saying. That's it. Awesome. So that was today's episode, guys. Marriage. And we expect that there will be enough ripples created. Mm-hmm. Because we went on a pretty dangerous path, Bogus. Not for me. Not for you, but I put myself out there. Right. And I hope that this episode doesn't reach. All you said was what? how much of a lucky husband you were. That's the risk you took in this episode. And for all you care, I'm a compulsive liar. (laughs) The foundation of this conversation started with... But you didn't shut up just after that. For the next 45 (laughs) minutes, you kept talking. So who knows what's going to be happening to Brute. There might be a guest in our next episode who will be validating this episode. (laughs) Right. Signing off on it. Yeah. And so now after all that talk and self-justification on matrimony, Brute... Yeah. And brings the first, us to yeah go ahead the first episode mm-hmm. where we absolutely didn't go anywhere like if there was an open ending to any of our episodes oh yeah this is the epitome of an open, open conversation yeah. in itself because i don't think like we made any sense for the last whatever time that we spoke but i still think it kind of makes sense because it would be foolish to conclude on a topic like marriage when i haven't even started yeah. And you have barely started. Yeah. So 
it's too ineligible talking about yeah yeah but it's a uh, it is like you can think of it as a pit stop conversation like oh we are here now yeah this is what we are thinking of right now correct tomorrow maybe we'll think something we'll get else. back to it yeah. we'll get back to it with more updates oh yeah we are all product of what we have we are experiencing today right we are like just any other android os where you get an update every 4 weeks do we at least we like to believe that yeah but yes bogus now coming to coming what we to can what you one of the tools for surviving a marriage is watching movies watching movies that's exactly how you survive a marriage welcome to the parcel section parcel section audience favorite of course we're coming back to the highly asked for most liked section of this podcast which hurts a little bit uh, not going to lie but uh, <laughs> because it's someone else's work <laughs> exactly know? and also it is hence strategically placed right in the end of the episode yeah of course or is it at the end of the episode which at the end potato 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 right, right? So, so brute what do you have for us today so my parcel section bogus firstly thanks a lot for letting me go first my parcel section recommendation for the 14th episode is a movie called The Groundhog Day. Ah, have you seen The Groundhog Day? I don't even remember if I've watched it, but I know the storyline. Very, very interesting storyline. Yeah, pretty It, strong cast. Yes, there is uh, Bill Murray who is leading. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think is a, a very underrated actor. Actually, he did some really strong roles back in the day, and then he kind of fizzled out. Was this not directed by Harold Ramis? Harold Ramis, right? Underrated director as well. is it yeah yeah i haven't i'm not much into the direction department mm-hmm. but he he acted alongside bill murray in ghostbusters before that yeah so he which was a very popular movie back in the day even uh, even ground out i guess oh, ground, very popular but i haven't seen a lot of people actually talk about it it got okay. released in 1993 mm-hmm. and it's a very interesting story basically there is this weather man who's played by bill murray as a very uncommon american name uh-huh can you guess the name of the character George Phil Connors. Okay. So uncommon. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's sent to this town in Pittsburgh or some place, right, where he's supposed to cover the Groundhog Day and what essentially the tradition of that particular festival or whatever mm-hmm. is everybody in the town gathers around a groundhog right and have some kind of like a weird conversation with it. Mm-hmm. And the groundhog basically tells how much more they have to prepare for the winters. Right, right. So that's basically a very dull event, not really highly spoken about. And this guy is a very self-centered. The the lead, which is Bill Murray, mm-hmm. is a very self-centered character. He's not satisfied with anything in life, and he keeps having so many problems with everything. And he hates. He literally despises going to that town, right? Okay. So what happens is he wants to get done with it and go back to his city or wherever he came from, but this is where. things get really kind of tricky mm-hmm. every day where he gets up in the town is the same day that is the 2nd of february it is groundhog day essentially okay right so he keeps getting confused as to why he is getting up on the same day right and right. he's trying to figure out and in the process so he has stuck the, in a loop he's stuck in a loop right right uh which is exactly like marriage you're stuck no matter what you do uh-huh. but uh 
we can cut that out actually <laughs> i don't want to risk myself so much i don't think uh, even your wife listens this far into the <laughs> podcast episode yeah that was kind of what i kind of you know limbed on yeah. but anyways so he's stuck in the loop and he basically living the same day again and again he kind of starts ha- goes into a trip of self realization kind of corrects himself right sees where he is actually going wrong in life or as a person mm-hmm. and uh, and it's a very interesting and it's a very well made movie you know i mean it's an it's not an easy job why this is my recommendation is it's not an easy job to show the same day again and again for about an hour and a half yeah right so how can you make it interesting right right i, I mean think about it as a storyteller it how would can be one hell of a screenplay to fantastic write. screenplay yeah uh, it's very a tough. beautiful yeah. and it's a good tempo movie it's not boring by yeah, the way yeah. it's not something where you f- you watch like half an hour and you feel like oh how long will this movie go types mm. uh, obviously bill murray is one of the comic geniuses which is there out right now mm-hmm. uh, so it's a very funny movie also and uh, i'll not reveal what happens but essentially he has this routine so he gets kind of uh, he gets kind of like irritated with the same routine right. right he gets up in the morning he switches off his alarm then he gets ready goes down his mom calls so there's this proper routine which is repeating every day like clockwork right 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 how does he get out of that chain how does he you know i mean like he dis- he kind of becomes very uh, he starts craving for the next day which never comes right it's like a metaphor of our repetitive lives sometimes right. we get into that rut right where right. everything we're doing the same thing right. day in day out so how do you how do you break the wheel yeah right so that's the movie groundhog day made by uh, the lead is bill murray the female lead is rita something wilson i don't know who she is i have to no, check it out rita rita wilson is someone else. and the villain is also uh, actually uh, the villain of the movie is also pretty famous actor is not well known chris elliot I don't know how many of you have known him. Mm-hmm. I think he is he was also there in Home Alone. I don't know if that is the case. But uh Oh yeah yeah this Chris guy Elliot, Chris Elliot. Um yeah. he's okay. uh, he's done some pretty good roles. Yeah, I've I remember him from those uh, scary movie uh yeah the parody right, comedy right. movies. Comedy movies. He's a right, good right. comic. Yeah. So it's a good movie go go check it out guys i don't know where to find it i've tried searching it on the na- on the traditional otts didn't get them but uh, yeah you should check this out groundhog day awesome so my parcel for this episode is a german movie from 1972 called agire the wrath of god uh, the original title is agire der zon gottes and it was directed by the world famous uh, director from Werner, germany from germany mm-hmm. werner herzog who was he world famous in germany no he was world famous everywhere okay uh basically this movie stars uh, klaus kinski a german actor who also was known to be a little bit eccentric in real life mm-hmm. uh tough to uh, manage and also werner herzog himself is also a bit eccentric yeah okay. he's a bit wacko himself so both these guys got together on the film set for the first time working together it became a famous partnership because they made five movies after that but part of the legend of this movie also is how these two volatile personalities got together and clashed literally they had many physical brawls on set Whoa. there was a time when uh, the director had to even point a gun 
at his lead actor to get him to behave oh sweet and uh, it was uh, the fault was not always on just one side is this know? the right reason why they became world famous or was it for their it added to the legend like okay. uh, they were uh, very talented uh, in their own you know walks of life uh-huh. but uh, just this added to the legend of it okay so agire this movie uh, let me set the context for you okay okay it's the 15th century Mm, 15th okay. century okay mexico has already been taken by cortes hernan okay. cortes the spanish conquistadors oh, okay. they've already taken over mexico they've now already also captured the inca empire inca so after uh, south america so oh, south america. the amazon rainforest amazon rainforest so okay. after they've taken over the inca empire inca now the spanish empire, empire is looking to explore further into the amazon jungles because there's this legend of a city called el dorado el dorado uh, which translates to city. the city of gold city of gold so there was a um, legendary uh, city called el dorado el dorado that all these empires like spain uh, probably dutch or the portuguese they were after they wanted el dorado is spain spanish El Dorado is a Spanish word. Spanish word. Spanish word El Dorado. Yes, take Got notes. It. Yeah. So they were competing uh, against other empires to find this city first and basically uh, you know conquer that place uh, before the others. The race was so the Spanish leadership appoints a small team of people to get on a boat and go through the Amazon jungles mm-hmm. and find these hidden um city. hidden city of city of gold, gold. silver gold. gold 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 so city. it's a story of how this crew they start their journey and the whole movie is set in the amazon rainforest oh. so the lush uh, thick jungles of amazon you have this crew running out of supplies this crew is running around. you have this crew oh crew crew okay. crew of people of people of crew they're okay. running out of their supplies and slowly the captain of the ship uh, who become uh, agire the guy who the movie is based on yeah he was not the captain of the ship when the uh, trip starts yeah but by the end of it he gets to be the captain of the ship and he becomes like a tyrant he he goes completely mad uh, he it's so it's a story of a slow descent into madness of this guy slow descent and madness. what happens on the journey to the other people who, around him how he manages the situation in this search for this the legendary city of gold that's the story of agire uh, the wrath of god and another interesting trivia about this movie is the way this movie was shot it actually inspired the making of a future parcel apocalypse now apocalypse now future yeah so parcel. that's my recommendation uh, this week agire der zon gottes awesome watch that movie guys crazy crazy i made like 17 pages of notes good intense so that's brings us to the end of the 14th episode 14th episode has officially ended ladies and gentlemen we're just rolling by them yeah 14 wow wow share guys appalling the uh, the podcast with your friends yeah. um it's a good time to be had not just for you don't be selfish i'm just going to like also go on a stretch right now mm-hmm. right to us guys i know for a fact that you want to tell us so many things about what we can speak about yeah right so you can dm us on instagram 
yeah just because we don't have an official email yet yet that doesn't become an excuse right because last time what also happened you might all have known about you know the gmail crashing down yeah so we lost all our original audio recordings see and it took us like a grand 40 minutes to get them back from the support team so if you want an extra 20 gb in your google drive just complain to the support saying that hey <laughs> we just lost my file so can you retrieve it and they'll add extra 20 gb of space yeah and you'll drive. feel great that you pulled off such a such an awesome scam awesome scam scam uh, the only banks. to find only to find that a day or two later they take that g they take those gbs back yes yes all right google classy classy move Mm-mm. but is isn't there a new thing you learn every day with the thai gap podcast huh bro absolutely fresh out of the garden yeah. kind of things yeah uh, and best thing about these these are very practical things that we teach yeah these are like the these are better than diy true true right so until next thursday ladies and gentlemen thai gap subscribe and share und share uns Alovidach. Dude, my teeth fell off. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow this podcast on Spotify to get notified of new episodes every Thursday. We're also on Apple Podcasts for those of you who have partaken in the forbidden fruit. If you liked what you heard, leave us a five-star rating and a comment. Say anything like the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. A rating and a comment really helps us out. It's free, and I'm told That's a great price. But enough about us, huh? Tell us about yourself. Leave us a comment. Our Twitter is at thigap and we are underscore thigap on Instagram.